0614-104-702. Food feature. Food feature time. And today in the food feature, we're talking turn and tender steakhouse in Parktown North. We're joined by the owner, Guy Donald, who's been treating us to a meat buffet. And when I say meat buffet, our sides were chimichurri and lemon slices. How are you doing? Welcome to the show. Great, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Great to be here. And thank you for coming through so soon after, you know, needing to recover. Uh, we really, really appreciate making your way to studio and bringing us uh, some goodies. Um, now, I want to quickly just talk about how you joined the Turn and Tender family. So I started a long time ago. I knew Brian personally from around the uh, Parktown, North Parkhurst area. Um, okay. I was working at a place. Brian in being... Avenue. The main person? Brian was the main person of the Turn and Tender brand at the yes. time. He was our figurehead at the time. Yeah, mm, yeah. Mm. Um, he's unfortunately no longer with us. A very mm. sad story, but that's for another day. Um, so I knew Brian from around the area. He had wanted me to come work for him for a long, long time. And eventually one thing led to another. And I got involved with the brand when the Lovo branch opened. Yes. Um, and I started working there with his brother, Mervyn. And I, I've had a few dinners, like only as you mentioned, they love a brush. I'm like, oh, actually, I have a few memories of um, enjoying some meals there. And prior to that, what was your relationship with food like? I mean, were you always in the food industry or were you those who are like you're a businessman who found his way into food? No, not at all. The business aspect of it, if anything, for me is, is, is secondary completely. Um, I've been involved in restaurants as far back as I can remember. Um, I've always loved food. I've always loved cooking. I've always cooked for my mm. friends and had people over and things like that. And that transitioned into a sort of commercial love for cooking and a mm. commercial love, especially for steak and meat and so on and so forth. When I started with George's on 4th, and 4th Avenue in Parkhurst, one thing led to another. I was hired by Brian to work with Mervyn. Mm. Um, we used to start at four or five o'clock in the morning doing all the cutting for the then three or four turn and tenders. Oh, One wow. thing led to another. I now, didn't realize it's like you were doing it there for the other ones. It's one thing that makes us very special is the product is a very, very highly spec product. Mm. And we have an in-house butchery that has now grown into its own standalone butchery in Midrand. Um, it's so clean you could eat off the floor. It's more of a laboratory now, staffed <laughs> by the staffed by the white coats, you know. Yes. Um, and they do the do the cutting and maturation for the turn and tender group and one or two other brands that are involved as well. What did you find at the time? Um, was I don't want to say. It, 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 let me rather say the landscape as opposed to the competition and just the appetite of South Africans and steakhouses. You know, if anything, that's one thing that will always make our brand successful is that South Africans are historically red meat and steak lovers. And, you know, gone are the days where you can say, oh, we're a steakhouse, we don't do fish well or an Italian restaurant, we don't do steak well. If you've got it on the menu, you have to do it. You have to do it extremely well. So as the years have gone by, you've got to become all things to all people. You've got to have a very varied menu, lots of variety. You've got mm -hmm. to keep everybody happy. So that's very, very important. And it is quite... um a tricky thing, but I kind of find that uh, many of the turn and tenders have really good locations. I'm not sure if the Bedford View one is still there, but I've been to the Bedford View one. Very good location. Unfortunately, we no longer have the Bedford View branch. We are looking for another potential site in the Bedford mm. View area, but you are very, very right. You know, if you look at the Branson branches, um, a couple of other ones around, especially the, the, the corporate identity of the branches is beautiful. They're really good-looking restaurants. The offering is very, very highly specced. It's a great brand. I'm always like white tablecloth, 
you had me at white tablecloth. I am there. <laughs> now let's quickly jump on to what are some of the exciting things that you've introduced to the menu that maybe if somebody's like, I haven't been to Turn and Tender in such a long time. What are the new things? I was surprised that I saw lamb tails. Um, having discovered them recently, it was like, why is this suddenly a delicacy? I'm sure it was something people used to throw away. Mm. But now it's making its way into restaurants and you have such an interesting spin on it, such an easy thing um, to eat. But what are the other things that people may not know you've introduced to your menus? You've got a couple of great and new exciting steak toppings. We developed a charcoal rub a couple of years ago. I think actually last year sometime charcoal rub, which was a groundbreaking steak topping that we do. Um, we also do a pepper and we have an in-house basting that mm. we do. Um, a couple of great new items on the menu, one or two new fish cuts. Um, one or two new slow cooked beef cuts, some really, really nice things. And then one or two classics, you know, um, uh, people always think that you have to be cutting edge, but at the same time, people also enjoy classics and classics made very, very well. Um, so we also all about the classics, good oxtails, good mm. clean clip, good fillet steak, things like that, that keep the, that, that, that keep the people coming back and that they really have, that they really enjoy. When did Bob make his way to the menu? <laughs> because one I day it wasn't uh, there and then next thing you're like, oh, this is actually think, uh, makes sense. <laughs> I think for the right brand with the right offering, Pup has always been around. And it's something that we identify with the South Africans, you know. Thank you for not bringing Pup through because I would <laughs> not be surviving. There's nothing, like <laughs> okay. nothing like a good old Burian Pup. Nothing like a good old Burian Pup. Let's quickly talk about, you know, picking these great cuts. I mean, you were sharing with us. Um, as Pashida producer was like, how do you tell which is grass fed, which is not? What is the trick to knowing what a good steak is? Um, especially with so much on the market, really ranging from your five, five star, make it to the top 10 best mm. restaurants in the world to really affordable and accessible. We certainly had a movement the last couple of years in South Africa towards premium cuts of beef and premium uh, breeds of cow, you know, the Wagus and the Anguses and so on and so forth. Oh, Certainly people yes. are more aware now than ever before of, of what they're eating, you know, and I think that's down to a couple of different factors, this information age that we live in, you know, the very easy access to information that people have right at their fingertips. Um, and then, you know, all these cooking shows that are on TV have, have given people a food education now like they've never had before. So also, really people know what they're eating. Also, we had, you know, two years to practice in our own houses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Everybody knows how to make bread. You know, you meet somebody, the first thing they tell you is, I can make bread now, you know. <laughs> Has it become harder to get customers to come through? I mean, you have been voted the best steak restaurant in this year's Best of Pretoria Reader's Choice Awards for 2023. That was last mm. year. Um, but are you finding it tough to keep people or are you finding people still like to go out yes they can make their own steak but they like to to have an outing well there's a reason why people call it people call them rituals you know and what we found after COVID is a lot of people had changed their rituals whereas before you would have done something on a friday night gone out to turn a tender or whatever it was now you do something different you bride home and there's a reason why we call them habits. People are not just, not just going to break those habits and go back to the yes. old the ones that they did before. So absolutely, we have noticed a, a habitual change in the way that people enjoy dining out. And not only dining out, but dining in as well. Um, services like Uber Eats and Mr. D have made our brand more accessible as a takeaway brand. So we have noticed that the takeaway market is incredibly important. But the core of who we are and what we do fundamentally, we still are a sit-down restaurant. And that's fundamentally where our focus as a brand is.
We've got a voice note that's come through on 072-702-1702. The best steak ever is a roasted cauliflower steak. <laughs> Listen, guys, I, I, I respect your, your view. However, there's no steak like like an actual steak. But yes, it, are you finding it interesting what um, people are starting to do with vegetables in terms of alternatives for vegans where they are infusing the barbecue the smoked flavors all of the things that you do to a steak they're doing it to a cauliflower for example it is it's a very interesting aspect and a very interesting sort of realm of the food service industry you know um i think you've got to be a little bit careful as well i think if you're trying to make things too similar to meat then you may as well just eat meat I'm with you on that one. Very quickly, let's chat about what you served for us today. Um, if you have not gone to get ribs from Turn and Tender, please go. And if you're not a pork fan, their beef ribs are amazing. But chat to us about the steaks that you offered. So I brought you three cuts of meat. I brought you a fillet steak, which we all know is the most tender. Mm. Um, the reason for that is, is that it's a large grain piece of meat and it's got no fat. So people are going to call it dry. It's not dry. It just doesn't have any fat in it. Yes. Um, and the reason why it's so tender is because it's very, very lean and because of the large grain. It also cooks very, very quickly because of that. Um, then in the sort of middle of the meat spectrum, you've got your sirloin steak. Mm. Um, which also, you know, it's, it's a very, very consistent cut of meat. Um, it doesn't have very much fat on it, full of flavor, easy to cook, easy to eat. Yes. Um, and then on the other side of the spectrum, you've got rump steak. And now rump's been given a bad rap for being called tough. No cut of meat is tough if it's, if it's prepared and matured correctly. Um, and I think that is something as South Africans that we're starting to learn now is that there's no piece of meat that's better or worse than the other piece of meat. It's really more what you feel like today. Is a turn and tender doing anything special for Valentine's Day? Yes, we certainly <laughs> are. We've got, we've got a couple of in, in house or in branch specialities for you and some nice, some nice giveaways. And I'm sure a few of the branches will have their own special menus going on for the day and one or two in house giveaways as well. Uh, you can head over to the Twitter page at Turn N, the letter N, Tender, the same as Facebook, Turn N, Tender, or Instagram, Turn underscore N underscore Tender, if you'd like to check out their menu and where you can find a restaurant. Thank you so, so much for coming through to chat to us and speedy recovery. Thank you very much. So nice to be here. Thanks for having me on.